Hello, it's Will and welcome to episode 2 on my podcast channel. Today I'm going to be talking about something a little bit different and fair warning, this is quite a deep subject, but I'm going to be looking at big questions that we will never be able to answer in our lifetimes and putting my own philosophical um, perspective on the questions and, you know, giving you something to think about, um, something hopefully intriguing and a bit interesting. So the first big question today is, is there a God? Now, there are many different religions existing today, most of which all worship some sort of a god, or take Hinduism for an example. They worship different gods, but at the same time, each god is a representation of one singular god. So, all these religions have some general varied idea of a god, which suggests that there must be some sort of origin or, or something to provoke thought in terms of there being um, a greater being or entity that um, created the world as we know it today. Uh, but there's an argument in terms of creation and the fact that there must be a creator presented by a, a former philosopher who is dead now, William Paley. Now, William Paley suggested that if you're walking through a field and you found a pocket watch on the floor and you picked up that pocket watch and opened it and saw all the clockwork and, and how everything functions perfectly. Now, that pocket watch was put there. It must have uh, made its way to the field in it somehow, whether someone left it there or if they dropped it on a walk through this field. But really what that's trying to suggest is that everything that has a function or a purpose must have been placed somewhere specifically to serve that purpose. Um, an example being a tree with all the... Um, all the the roots and, and how they transport nutrients and water through the tree to keep it alive and, and, and therefore carry out the respiration of the tree where we breathe out carbon dioxide, they absorb carbon dioxide and, and in return we get oxygen. So th this is just one example of purposeful um, placing of, of some sort of aspect of nature. Um, but also, if we take a look at the eye, <laughs> bit of a pun there with taking a look, but um, if you look at the eye, the human eye, it's remarkable. The way light re retracts and, and reflects in the eye and um, creates an image in our brains, um, and, and even turns an image from where it would originally be upside down, it works so cleverly and functions so well that many people would believe that it, we were carefully designed um, to be able to see and and so all our all of our senses would work properly. Paley, in fact, was a Christian 
philosopher. So uh, this is a very Christian view on how the world is perfect and and functions perfectly. But many atheists and, and some other people, whether they're agnostic or of another religion with this view, believe that, you know, potentially the world isn't made by a god because it's so imperfect and um, i mean if if we look at some of the things that are going on in the world at the moment you know you've, you've got countries on the brink of nuclear war and and starvation poverty and um, murder crime and, and it's those sorts of things that might make people think that there isn't a god and in fact others look at it um oppositely and they refer it to things like the story of job and 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 perhaps it's a test you know perhaps we're being tested by this entity or or in fact um you could raise the argument that evil is actually necessary in society whether whether there's a god or not evil um can be necessary and that brings us on to the next question is evil necessary and I would say, yes, it is, because without evil, how on earth would we know what good is? Um, we have to recognise something is bad, um, such as the Holocaust, for example. That that should never happen ever again, because because it was so bad, and the world recognised it as being pure evil. So. If it happens once, it's preventing itself from happening again one day in the future. But sometimes this isn't the case, and we do see re- repetitive murders and serial killers. You'd think that once is necessary enough. But if they're a bad person, does that mean that they should should suffer for their actions and and find some sort of discipline um, so so that's the argument of is evil necessary and i would say yes but others may disagree and, and think evil is completely unnecessary and we may as well live in a you know a, a society that's all good all the time but in my opinion you, you would never know what good is in that situation the next big question is, are we seeing shadows? Some people may think that what we see, the world around us, is not the true form of the world. And this originates from a philosophical um, viewpoint from um, a Greek philosopher, Plato, who said um, through his allegory of the cave, um, and, and in the allegory of the cave, there are some prisoners uh, facing the cave's wall. And then behind them is a fire casting the shadows of everything that's going on in the real world onto this wall. And of course, reality to them is the shadows that they see on the wall. And... This puts forward the idea that perhaps what we see is merely a shadow of the real world, and the real world could be even more perfect than this one. So there's some food for thought there. 
Well, I hope you found this interesting, and I might do another one of these podcasts. I I apologise for the awful wording, but but I I tried to um, just give my perspective on on some of these big questions in society and. And the philosophical debates that are going on that we will never know the answer to. Well, unless we die and go to heaven or or whatever. But um, we will, while we're alive, never know the answer to some of these questions. And and it, I, I find it quite interesting, really. So, so, yeah, let me know if you've enjoyed this podcast. Thank you very much and goodbye.